Hello everyone and welcome to Synesthesia, a podcast about the creatives who shape the aesthetics of music. We chat to the artists behind the record sleeves, videos, photo shoots and stylings of the freshest new sounds, exploring how contemporary culture, fashion, illustration and design reflect and enhance the musical experience. Music has always been our passion and remains an integral part of our lives. That's why we decided to put together this podcast, which we called Synesthesia, because we perceive music not only with our ears, but also with our eyes. Synesthesia, the artist behind the artist. Ciao everyone, welcome to a new episode of Synesthesia. I am Enrico and I'm talking from a London studio. Today is pretty great, but like at least we can talk about things we like. I'm here with Amedeo. Ciao Amedeo, how are you doing? All good, good, and hello to our audience. And uh, from uh, Milan, we have uh, an artist. We are like a big fans of this artist. He's the rave poet, Lorenzo Senni. Ciao, Lorenzo, are you with us? Hello, how are you? Yes, in Milan is um, sunny, by the way. So, you know, uh, I'm in a good mood today. But in general, I'm always in a good mood. But today with this sun is, is nice. We are in a very good mood as well because, and you know what, we are going to say it, checkmate, Lorenzo. We've been yes. chasing you, we've been chasing you for two weeks to, to have you here. And yeah. uh, Ahmed, do you want to tell the audience what we are going to be talking about while Lorenzo is here? So um, today we'll be chatting with uh, Lorenzo about um, the cover of his latest album, Scacomato, which was out earlier this year on Warp Records. Uh, which shows um, a picture from John Divola's Zuma series from 1978. And uh, we are interested to see, uh, you know, the creative decisions behind, behind how it interplays with music and, and generally more about uh, Lorenzo's work as a visual artist. Yes, but first, uh, we want to um, check uh, how are you doing. You said that you are happy in a good mood. <laughs> we saw from your Instagram that you've been pretty yeah. busy recently. I've seen you on Nico Vascellari's Instagram stories, but also uh, you were playing for a fashion show in Milan. Uh, what have you been working on? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, at the beginning, at the beginning of this year, in the, the first part was uh, um, my new record was released, and I, I was um, I was ready to tour. But then, you know, as we all know, uh, with this virus, everything changed, um, and. Um, I'm, I was very lucky that uh, some other um, uh, jobs and work came in because I was ready to face a very weird year, also fi financially speaking. Uh, but um, some uh, some other jobs came in, and one of, of those was uh, doing the music for the Fendi show in Milan. That um, was a um, very nice experience, beside the fact that. Uh, was very helpful in terms of money because we uh, we we need that that thing too uh, was very great so um, I, i've been working on this and a few other things uh, more like making music for for other people instead of uh, working on my mm, solo project was it the first fashion show you worked on uh, no, I did a few others small, small, with small, uh, smaller brands, uh, but this was the, the first one with um, kind of a big production and also big responsibility from my side, you know, because it's one shot. 
So you were playing live, you didn't just compose music, you were doing a live show. Yeah, I did the live show. I did the, I I played the uh, tracks uh, tracks from uh, from Scacco Matto and I played also um I played also with the quartet, the, the uh, string quartet did an intro. Uh, the, the, the quartet played a track of mine that was rearranged for uh, for strings. So you know, was just was um, was uh, yeah, I was there. You cannot see me because uh, of course clothes uh, were the main uh, thing. But I was there and I had to play live and uh, you know work things around so fendi fashion show and scacomato this is 2020 let's uh, rewind yeah. back to let's <laughs> say the 2000s yeah so you are both a musician and a visual artist can you tell us how you shaped your taste in visual arts you know um, i i uh, often say that uh, for fun but i want to believe it a bit that i'm uh, photographer who survive making music and um, it's because my my background you know it's um, is uh, hardcore punk romagnolo uh, yeah i i made i made music i was making music and play with bands since uh, 13 and 15 but um, um, there was a, a moment that really changed my life where i met <clears throat> Guido Guidi, a photographer um, from my my little uh, village, and um, you know uh, maybe we, we will have time to speak it later. But was really um, uh, oh. changing changing my perception of uh, things related to the visual uh, world, and uh, from there I you know from there the the thing between music and visual. Uh, uh, aesthetic and visuals in general was uh, uh, something that uh, never uh, had to, to go together for me. This meeting with Guido Guidi was a life-changing event. Um, what yeah. year was that you were living in Bologna? I I was not living in Bologna. I was still in Cesena because it is very close. So I was going back and forth. So, but, but which year? Uh, which year? Two thousand one. Okay, so two thousand two. What was big in 2001, 2002, in terms uh, of me, music and subculture? Uh, for me, at that point, I was switching from uh, switching from playing in bands like more. Uh, um, I already um, evolved evolved from hardcore punk to more like noise rock and this kind of free noise, uh, like in, improvised. Uh, um, heavy music and at the time I was playing drums with um, bands but um, with the university I I was just discovering um, electronic music at that time because of course meeting um, new people and that was the exact moment where I also discovered about Guido and um, and the story I was speaking about that, that uh, when I saw him in the books, I oh. just went to his house. Early 2000, also big yeah. electronic music scene in the Rivera Romagnola. For instance, yeah. do you think do you think your um, visual taste, your aesthetics, have been also influenced by the um, rave flyers, the club flyers, 
of those um, days in places like uh, Riccione, Rimini, and so on? Yeah. You know, for me, when I was um, a bit younger, 17, 18, 16, going to this uh, place, uh, Cocorico, um, Geodrome, Echos, these huge clubs where they, especially these years was like mm, a golden age of trance music. And, uh, you know, I, I was very mm, normal, even if I was part of that completely different scene, opposite. I would say like um, punk hardcore, but it's it happened often in you know um, outside of big cities that these two things mix. So I I was um, playing during the week with the hardcore bands and uh, in the straight edge scene, and and then going out with my um, village friend um, to these huge clubs and uh, raves and but I. I I was not really aware of what was happening. Mm. Lorenzo, no. also, yeah. we'll, we'll quickly move on. We'll soon move on to the actual artwork. But one thing that's um, yeah was quite striking to us is your your logo, your uh-huh. LF logo. We are quite curious about you know whether you designed it yourself. We kind of see a bit of maybe indie comic or graffiti kind of inspiration yeah. behind it. And I knew we also saw you recently write the vandalized music. <laughs> yeah. while you were performing you know to what extent does uh, maybe street art also uh, contribute to you know your your inspiration and, and tell us more about the logo yeah the logo was designed from by a close friend daniel sansavini who is designing all my stuff and this um, is from the area where i'm cesena ravenna that area too near <clears throat> Adriatic, the Adriatic coast and uh, he was also in a punk hardcore scene so we the logo is a, a direct reference to youth of today um, uh, feast uh, logo the 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 feast with the x on um, on on the end and um, and from there we evolved it in uh, always uh, some different things like with the with the checkmate the scacomato album we make it with uh, chess pieces but that is a very direct reference to to that world and the hardcore scene and um, yeah, I mean, I think that um, um, graffiti, for example, was big um, influence for the 80s uh, hardcore bands, but never been a direct uh, uh, reference for me. But I have to say that with Divola, yeah, I really, exactly. I, yeah. But not only yeah. with the people, like I think that your performance of writing yeah. is music. Yes, that's really graffiti. It's pretty rough. It's yeah, like, but yeah. this for me, for me was a very rec- recent uh, uh, discovery because I re- I discovered um, Divola's photograph 15 years ago, but um, only when I met him and we went uh, together to spray some uh, rooms and make photographs that. I said, okay, like, I kind of liked this. And all my okay, friends, they so, were doing, yeah. So you're anticipating the main question, yeah. the reason why we're doing this synesthesia. We're talking about the Scacomato cover. So yes. how did you end up working with John Divola? I mean, he's a legend. I told you before that, like, I've been to LA many times. 
And yes. every time I go to LA, I think about Rudel, Divola. How did you yeah, end yeah. up working with him? I, as I said, like I discovered the photo 15 years ago in, at Guido Guidi House. Um, and I really, I, I was really mm, uh, impressed, fascinated. And, and I, I, I kept the book for many, many months um, before to give back to Guido. And um, to, to me, always been in my mind. Um, and I, and with, with this uh, last record, I, I felt uh, it was uh, necessary to try to get in touch with him and see if um, um, I could uh, have one of his images as a front cover. And everyone said like uh, to me, uh, it's uh, it's gonna be difficult because uh, you know he's a kind of tough guy, and I say I don't care. I need to try, and I just wrote him and um, explained in a long email and what was my idea and what I do with my music and the fact that I know Guido and uh, everything, and I was ready to the fact that he was not even reading the wall email but uh, he replied and he was excited and um, thanks to warp uh, um, we make it happen uh, and um, i was very um, precise on asking what i wanted uh, from him because i i had my best uh, zuma series um, photos because I, I really like the vandalism series too, uh, but uh, I needed something uh, with colors. Yes, uh, and not black. Right. Yeah. And you know, no, did you, of, uh, Lorenzo, did you just yeah. fly to LA to hang out with John Divola? Yeah, I mean, I, um, uh, when we're speaking about uh, which uh, photo I could use and which uh, one um, uh, I prefer, he, uh, I said, like, my idea is also to have you <laughs> making pictures uh, of me, like, uh, because this makes everything more uh, co coherent and uh, um, I would like to come and um, we, again, with Warp, we make it happen. So I went to LA and I, uh, I went to see him and we went one day um, to the um, George Air Force Base in uh, Victorville outside LA, this place where this abandoned um, residential uh, uh, area near um, an airport. I mean, Lorenzo, and, Lorenzo yeah. you were living a sci fi mi movie in real life. Yeah, I, the I, best I, directors. <laughs> I, I, I felt really lucky, and um, I think that. Um, um, what we say about art sometimes that uh, uh, is the process and uh, is uh, how you did something that is relevant i think in this case was really for me like because going there with john you know kicking you know um, driving to this space and then kicking the the, the the doors of these houses and he starts to spray and and say you know or we encountered um, other graffiti that uh, he did uh, in the past days and he said like he was just say like oh go in front of that wall and he was taking a few pizzas and say like okay let's go let's keep and you know the whole day and going back with this 
sunset was really a great um, experience beside the fact that we got some pictures you know Um, i have uh, two questions how long did you stay at this uh, base uh, we stayed one one full day. We uh, John go, John said that he goes a few times a week because it's it's kind of a two hours drive from LA. Um, so uh, we went and we arrived late morning and we we went back when the sun was uh, going down. So also you uh, at sunset and uh, which kind of uh, did you have any music in the background? I mean, uh, I'm just curious to know was <laughs> it, were you guys playing scaccomato or were you listening to other stuff in the background? No music at all. I was interested to, and I was asking to John what music he was uh, into, and he said like. Um, James Brown, uh, not not nothing in particular. Like, uh, uh, and uh, you know, we were just uh, talking, and uh, I had uh, many questions. So you know, I and uh, I speak a lot. So he was uh, probably he he was like exhausted after one day with me. But um, we got in touch, and we speak very often, and um, was nice for both of us. And so, so after all this this process of you guys spending time yeah. together, going out, seeing kind of how he works, um, how did you then exactly decide on this photo for the cover? I mean, for those of the listeners, those of our listeners who don't know, Scacomato means checkmate. There's no kind of yes. immediate, direct um, yeah, exactly. link between this photo. So can you explain to us how it is that you and him came to this decision? Yeah, um, just to be precise, and my, you said also before, the photo is from the 70s. The, the photo he was taking me uh, there, it was just a photo that was um, uh, going together with the album for press uh, and, and everything. Um, but um, uh, as I said, I was, um, I was looking into the Duma series, and for me, uh, the reason I chose... Um, Zuma was for um, for a few particular reason and uh, 100 more abstract uh, uh, ideas that connected to this uh, image. But for me, for example, like the idea that the photo is a um, very striking, um, colored sunset, but is framed. Is framed in a more uh, is framed in in a window and a wall and is um, uh, more about the reality, no? So there is this duality of uh, this, uh, you know, abstract emotional sunset. But you, this is framed in something that is way more real. You can see the the the, wo- the, the wall that is being painted and actually the the focus is on the wall. Let's yeah. stay. Let's stay on the wall. We see that uh, yeah. Nicola is obsessed uh, with signs and marks and psychotics. Yeah. Does this obsession reflect also your obsession with deconstructing music and obsessively repeating certain sounds? 
Yes, yes. This was uh, this was something that you know I, I felt I had in common with uh, his way of approaching things. You know, especially the Zuma photographs. The signs are kind of points, and this reconnect to the way I approach music. So the kind of pointillistic style, and you know, using uh, very short notes as a point. And uh, but also the, the, the how he, he managed to deal with the repetition, but also uh, with the very with the duality of documenting something is action, but also give uh, this kind of a more emotional feel. And this is very important to me because it's always what I was looking um, to do with my music, having you know a more conceptual idea more showing how the things were done technically and conceptually but also um, give uh, the emotion you know so i realized that was encountering my music was could be interested and fascinating by the ideas behind that but also they could uh, listen my music and just uh, like the melodies and, uh, you know, without uh, knowing what I was doing. So this duality for me is very real in, uh, especially in some project of uh, John. And uh, that's why, I, you know, I, I choose to work with him. And we feel like it perfectly really embodies the sound of Scaccomato. Now I have another like um, Dietro Le Quinte question, pardon the Italian way yes. saying, behind the scenes. Uh, can, you re- can you tell us an highlight about your date yeah. with John DiPola? Maybe something he said, something he did, or something you guys uh, ate, I don't know, whatever, like uh, a memory you will never forget. Okay, I I I have to say that uh, probably is the um, he knew that place uh, very well and he was interested he was like a kid in the amusement park you know, it's it, incredible. That's uh, that's what I love about uh, artists and photographers exactly. who interact with the landscape. That they can still have that energy. That every time is a new discovery. Exactly as yes, he was really like kicking doors, opening uh, parts that he never been. And was he was. Uh, really really excited and this was really uh, understand what a 70 years old uh, artist is still still, you know excitement of what he does but forgetting about the rules of business everything he was just there uh, looking for something and you know uh, excited and the other i liked just very briefly that he took out monster energy energy drink and all my friends you know and he was you want a monster and i was like because my friend always joke about the fact that i drink a lot of energy drink and i was he took out a few energy drinks and he said you want one i was like oh, that's a real connection here <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, you described like you described this um, working with um, John Divola in a perfect, perfect way. We want to, Amadeo. Do we want to tell our um, the listeners where they can see more art from Lorenzo, 
and John Vivola. Yeah, so we, we've had a really interesting kind of um, vocal context to the artwork and, and your, your other piece of work, but we will be posting all of this on our um, podcast Instagram profile, synesthesia underscore podcast, um, so that you know, our listeners can connect the visuals to, to the context you've been giving us, Lorenzo. And now it's time for our first uh, column. I hear the sound of the subway of the big city. And it's time for a word on the streets. Word on the street. So, Lorenzo, for this column, uh, we're interested yeah. to hear about a current cultural or musical scene uh, which you find particularly fascinating. Again, the kind of focus is on the visual elements of the scenes, but, you know, we know these interact with musicals. So we kind of just want to hear what you're following at the moment, what you're inspired by. Um, this is um, as a, a very recent for me. I'm uh, discovering the graffiti. And this is really, as I said, like nothing that I was expecting. Um, uh, I, I always been surrounded by friends that were like doing stuff with spray in the walls, and I never been into that. And now I'm very, very, very into that thing. So I'm like, uh, this is what what I do. I I I ask all my friends what I should see and what I should. Uh, uh, discover and what I should do and uh, and um, I um, for example there is um, um, a book that my a friend of mine um, released uh, maybe one year ago one year and a half ago is this is from this writer I I I hope the name is uh, right Schizo and it was this this guy that was just like making marks uh, like uh, very close to um, dog piece. <laughs> you know, and uh, I think that was uh, something that was uh, a very uh, artistic practice, very, very interesting because um, uh, what I like of graffiti uh, is that the interaction with, uh, with the, the architecture and the landscape, something that is um, only part of these artists care about because um, most of, most of them i discovered of course they they are just painting walls uh, walls like uh, without the interaction with the architecture but uh, uh, what i'm looking uh, now and i'm, I'm excited to is all these uh, graffiti artists who uh, make uh, marks and symbols but interact with the with the walls and uh, so you should uh, lorenzo you should come to sardinia there is a thriving scene a lot of my friends are yeah. graffiti artists. Ah, nice. Uh, you should uh, yeah, we will something. We will invite you also because uh, Silvia Lodo from Osservatorio Photography, yes. so she would like you to play as well in Sardinia. So we'll make sure we introduce to, to some graffiti artists as well. I Shout know, out, uh, shout yes, out to yes. Crisa, Ufo, La Filberta, Conan, Tellas. And uh, uh, are there any visual artists uh, or musicians uh, you find particularly inspiring these days? I want to mention some of my friends here that uh, I think um, they're doing uh, something interesting and, um, you know, maybe I'm, I'm privileged because I follow their work, so um, I know how good and deep uh, is. So I think that, um, for example, um, uh, this guy's uh, primitive art is a um, uh, two love guys. Him. Love him. Uh, I love and, the Instagram page. 
yeah and they're also do, doing you know they are doing um uh, new works there uh, uh, new works now that developed under the lockdown and another friend of mine uh, uh, still is um, is uh, simone trabucchi from uh, is um, the boss of undebis uh, another label that um, together with my label presto we we helped the growing the, the scene here in milan and also like uh, is part of this duo inverno muto that um, i i really like i mean these are the friends are around me uh, here in milan so i i speak uh, about them because um, as i said i know very well their work and i hope um, other people can discover in deep because there is a lot more that i hope everyone are, will discover Yes, we are talking about 2020 now, very contemporary stuff, but for our next column, we should go back yes. in time. And yes. Uh, the column is called uh, Private Collection. Private Collection. Now we kind of want you to take us into your private collection of a record sleeve and or a music video that has left a particular mark on you that you that you maybe came across in your formative years. Okay, I I have no doubt uh, picking one and this uh, uh, endless summer from Fennes. But this is for me is a uh, is a reference. It's always been a reference for a point of view of uh, music, but probably influenced me visually because to me is a uh, scacomato the, the sunset and also the sunset there is also framed in something a bit more you know digital but is um is an o- homage to, to fennes and edition mego is a label that um, i released one of my first record and a label that i really wanted i, I was following when i discovered electronic music so that uh, is for sure my uh, first choice and there is a reference i see that there is a reference also to a compilation album by the beach boys that's called End yes. of summer but i mean i yes. think uh, lorenzo um you live in milan you played in london in europe everywhere in the world but i feel like uh, i mean i'm I, i would like to assume that you are quite fascinated by the californian Uh, landscape mm. slash uh, cultural uh, yes. slash background because I mean uh, John Divola that sunset now we bring up endless summer and we have another sunset yeah. a Beach Boy refer- Beach Boys reference so uh, what's uh, what's about California Lorenzo Sedni this is a very good question a good very good point because one of the biggest uh, influence of music uh, now you can't hear in my music my music now but is a record label from Huntington uh, Beach in LA uh, Revelation Records and then you know you see this sunset and then you know again like all the american photographers like you know Robert Adams uh, Hernandez John Divola you know uh, Steven Shore you Steven know Shore. Have you, by by any chance, uh, bought the Aperture issue on Los Angeles? 
because I, I don't know I don't know I recommend you I to should. share it okay. because most of the photographers you mentioned including the ball of course are featured in the aperture issue on um, Los Angeles that's uh, here yeah. on our desk because we read it as an inspiration uh, we have the last uh, literally three minutes and we yes, have yes. produced our very last column which is called flavors so um, you can recommend us maybe an Instagram page uh, or profile that you've come across recently that you'd recommend us to and our listeners to explore. Okay, let's say is a vintage hardcore t-shirt collector. Um, That's and, uh, <laughs> is uh, The name is life.love.shirt and um, is... Uh, is he has a great collection and uh, me and my friend my friend daniel who is doing the graphic design for me we we always discover crazy design that we were not aware of and um, he's also this guy collaborated on a on a t-shirt with virgil Ablo. so he's you know he is one of is one of the reference um collector for uh, uh, merch of band related to our core scene and um, you know mer merch is a very serious thing for uh, for the underground um, scene so um, we know I we know it is so yeah. um, besides the instagram page you live in milan yeah. Can you recommend our listener a sweet local spot, either a record store or a bookshop or a restaurant that you love? It must be independent because we are on that kind of support your local yeah. wave. And so our listeners, they listen to the podcast from all over the world. If they come to Milan, what is one spot where you will send them? They have to come to my spot. Because actually we just we just opened um, the upper part of the studio. Uh, at the beginning, I had um, uh, the studio was just uh, downstairs, and uh, but the, we open uh, now the 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 part was open to the public, and we finishing now to um, to make it uh, look very good, but. Uh, we, and we are very near uh, uh, Prada Foundation, and um, it's just is is basically my office and the office of uh, Daniel Sansavini, the graphic design who works with me, but is doing many other things. But we have uh, all uh, records. Of course, it's also the headquarters of uh, Presto Records, my, my label. We have a T-shirt and every uh, all the stuff. Uh, was Danny designing and we and we now with the virus less but we were starting um, uh, quite uh, intense uh, pr um, program of of, uh, of things happening there uh, so it's uh, in uh, via Gardone 8 is uh, you can find also on Google is a pre Presto headquarter. We, 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 uh, will, we will definitely put all these details on our Instagram yeah. profile for all our listeners so they can exactly find out where it is that, that yeah. will, they're going to be. And again, it's, it's easier to understand. It's easy to rest. Okay, yes. Perfect. Great. Well, uh, Lorenzo, thank you so much for your time today. 
um, you know, for giving up uh, half an hour of your Sunday afternoon um, uh, to basically talk to us about uh, you know your time with John Divola, the your music, your creative process, um, your influences, your secrets, yes. your new passion for graffiti and, and for uh, California, yeah. for California and for energy yeah. as well. We are uh, that's really, it for sure. Uh, we are really, really, really happy because this. Uh, talk has been uh, really enriching for us uh, first and um, what else grazie mille we can say it in italian because we are all uh, italian yeah and, grazie uh, a voi we are looking forward to seeing you in person either in london milan or cagliari sardinia or los angeles yes thank you guys uh, and uh, hopefully see you soon you just listened to synesthesia the artist behind the artist Subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram at synesthesia underscore podcast.